Welcome to the Vintage Talk Show. It's just two dudes getting together to talk about current topics in the vintage community with your hosts, Mosquito Heads and Vintage Shih Tzu. All right, guys, back again. Today, what's the topic going to be? We, I believe we're talking about champion. Are we just That's talking right. about jerseys? Or are we talking about uh, all encompassing? We'll, we'll just do, we'll do like reverse a... Reverse weave. Yeah, we'll talk about... Okay, let's start with that, and we'll see how many episodes we can get out okay. of it. Okay, all, right. all right. So, let's just start with champion as a brand. What do you know about it? I know it's a... Mostly athletic. They do a lot of... Uh, of course, they got the jerseys. They've got the sweats. Uh... Got tees and stuff. Yeah, it's it's predominantly athletics, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, just basic color schemes. A lot of times you got the iconic champion logo, the C. Uh, been around for a very long time. Oh, yeah. like early what? Forties, fifties. Yeah, goes way back. I'm, I mean, I may be there's there's definitely people out there that know more about it, but I've seen some early pieces, different types of logos. Um, I think my favorite old logo is the one with the. I hope like you're saying person. Like, yeah, little, yeah. Is it a girl? Is it a female? Yeah. I've got that one though. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've That's seen good, it. That's good, yeah. Let's see. They used to just, I guess, predominantly make things. The same same was like Russell Athletic mm-hmm. or whatever. They were just making uh, clothing for people to wear. For and, the active person, yeah, right? Yeah, active person. And then it slowly became, active wear became what popular to wear is just normal attire. Yeah. Because there was a time where you didn't wear a, a sweater to dinner you, you might dress up but now it's gotten to this point where everybody's really big into it i've seen a huge resurgence definitely it's definitely bounced way back champion yeah. has definitely made a huge comeback and uh i'm excited about it. i like that and the, why, why do you think it came back i think i have my idea uh shoot i don't know i'm guessing some famous person started wearing it i remember the supreme brought back the mm. they took the hoodie and they it's made, always going to be either a famous person or something yeah i remember they took and they, they made the c really large like just stupid large mm-hmm. and and that's when i really remember it coming back to the forefront because i used to find champion items and i wouldn't buy them as far as quality i did like the quality i might have uh champion shorts which i have a certain pair of champion shorts i enjoy wearing that mm-hmm. they're cotton there's no waistband, but there, it's, it, there's a built-in waistband, but you can't. There's no drawstring. Yeah. And they have two pockets. Spell out C, little patch C, and they're great. They go with everything, and they're yeah. They're comfy. So I've always had some, but I've never uh, been you know big on the wave. And now I see a lot of people just even young people that aren't even the vintage, just in general, uh, hype wear, street wear. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely like like you were talking about come back in a big way and uh don't know for how long but for right now it's definitely popping all over the country and i'm sure in other countries as well oh yeah um yeah i've always gotten as i guess as far back as maybe 12 years old 14 years old i've always picked up the champion jerseys when i was in i've always liked those yeah of course i guess that to me is the main thing i'm into as far as champion line goes i love the champion basketball shirts or uh, jerseys yeah. and uh you know typically you just find the 56 dollars one every now and then you can find the authentic the thick heavy duty stitch crazy rare and when that happens it's it's uh it's pretty good feeling yeah i've Gets never been able to excited. get my hands on one i know you've gotten one possibly two right I've, I've got two. two you got a shack and elijah one two big boys yeah yeah so little jealous about that uh but that's the only reason champion was ever relevant for me was for the jer- basketball jerseys 
yeah, that's definitely what got me into it. But of course, you know, now it's kind of big with uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, I'll pick up the sweatshirts when I see them if they got kind of a cool print yeah. or, uh, you know, whatever. Got to talk about reverse weave then. Cause reverse that's, weave, okay. I never found one in the wild. Never found one that's original. I found recently, like, I guess the revamp reverse yeah. weave. Okay. I, I know you're talking about it's like yeah. a different tag on it. Yeah, different tag. It's definitely not, of course, as hard to find, but. I find the almost reverse weave is what I think of it to be. It's the white tag. I think it's blue on top. No, red on top, blue on bottom. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the one I find a lot. It's still got the same look as far as the logo spell out, but the material, of course, is totally different and everything. But if you're going for the aesthetic, the look, it, it would do the job, but it's not the quality that people are looking for. So I've never found a real reverse So what weave. is the hype on the reverse weave? Like, why is that uh, such a uh, sought out piece? Is it just because it's rare? Is it because it's hard to find? Or is it because uh, it's like superior quality like what is the yeah, hype I think it's the superior quality and then I mean for me I think it was a mass produced item mass and produced and why why are they so hard to find I don't know maybe it's just because they were worn a lot like the, back then they were worn to be they were made to be worn and people wore them for what they were supposed to do it wasn't really thought of as going to be something big in the future so people would just paint in them or trash them and, and do things like that and now I think if you can find like a really good quality one, it would be worth a lot of money because you can't get that quality from a sweatshirt anymore. Okay. Very, I, I think with the resurgence of the workwear that was out, been coming out lately, and like quality denim, which has always been a thing, but there's been a huge resurgence I've seen just people that really collect certain things. I think that reverse weave falls in that line, in that category. Uh -huh. People love it for that reason. Um, let's talk a little bit more on the jerseys, the champion jerseys, the different uh, styles, variants, like the reversibles, all of the above. Okay. Um, new, uh, old. Yeah, let's just talk a little bit more about right. those. Like, when did they originally come out? Was um, My guess is, what, mid to late 80s? Around yeah. Like 87, 88? From what I did my research on it back in the day, you know, learning about it, you had sand knit first. Yeah. And there was some eventually there was a turnover where the nba chose to go with the champion brand for for their products yeah and that was before they did the whole thing they do now where like every couple of years a new company gets the bid yeah so that way it's uh so it wasn't in that side because i could have sworn like they had the contract for a little while during that era and then it kind of like it was it went out like like it does now maybe it was there longer yeah. no yeah it was i think what it was was champion might have had a monopoly on NBA jerseys in general and yeah. now they uh, the companies like the, the leagues or whatever I know I see the NFL uh, they'll try to thwart that by giving each major brand X amount of years to produce those jerseys so that way I guess the monopoly doesn't exist because you know you remember you, you can find Puma jerseys Reebok mm -hmm. jerseys yeah, yeah. all that so you know what I'm talking about yeah, yeah. so I, I guess that's what happened and maybe champion just that maybe they just decided to cut that line out not make jer I don't think they make new jerseys I haven't seen them made since they were making the the wide shoulder ones in the late yeah, yeah, late yeah. 90s early 2000s yeah so somewhere along there they lost their uh, want to make NBA jerseys just never went back 
Um, okay, now let's talk a little bit about the uh, variants as far as uh, single color collar, then they got the stripe collars, they got the felt uh, NBA okay. logo, the so, sewn, all that stuff. Let's, let's jump into that a little so bit. So I don't know much about the, I haven't researched it or looked at it, but I do notice that you get occasionally the, the hem on the, the collar and on the shoulders could be a dual color or a triple color. Yeah. You know, and I think it just depends on the team, really. Like, cause you can find a Bulls sometimes that's red, white, with a black thin line. You know, mm-hmm. you might get a, a Jazz one that's the brown, purple, and teal. So, I don't know if it's earlier has tri and later has dual colors or what. So, I, yeah, I of course, I got the Drexler with like the single, just the one. Oh, time. solid black? Yeah, the solid. I think yeah. it's solid red, actually. Oh, solid red. Oh, because mm-hmm. it's a black jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know about that. That's something I'd have to do more research into. If anybody knows, give us a shout out on Instagram. But we know the felt patches for the NBA logo. Those are the older ones, original, yeah. made in USA. Yeah. So if what, you get, those are like late eighties, early early. Yeah, 90s, that was the correct? very beginning of it. You would get the felt patch, okay. and then towards I think the mid nineties, so let's say ninety five, they the brand went to doing an actual sewn-on patch like the sewn-on C. So, and they start being made in, like, Mexico, places like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you'll have the jock tag, which is the, the 48, 52, 44, whatever. That's down on the bottom. And that's always weird because you can have jock tag and no tag on the – where, like, a mm-hmm. size tag yeah, is up yeah. at the top on the collar. Or you could have jock tag in that. Or you could have just that and then no jock tag. Mm-hmm. So I've seen all kinds of variants. I guess it was just depends on where they were made, like what what country maybe. In, and of course, in Europe they got instead of like number sizes, they got just a large XL stuff like that. Correct? Yeah, you got European sizes. So uh, sometimes they look fake or whatever, but they're not. They're just Euro yeah. Euro ones. And then you do have the actual fake ones, which you'll see a big resurgence of those Space Jam ones that come yeah, out. And the does. biggest indication of that is that the C logo is stitched in, and it's not the actual. Um, patch on there. Yeah. Um, because I've actually owned a, a youth Space Jam Bugs Bunny uh, authentic. Not mm-hmm. authentic uh, in terms of stitched on, just authentic yeah, yeah, champion yeah. brand. Actually, true one. And then you see a lot of the fake ones. The, the materials are off. Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, one of the reasons I love a champion jersey is the materials are so, so high quality. They feel really good on the body. Um, of course, when you get into them, I think the most desirables are the ones that have the pictures on them. So if you get the Houston Rockets, the Rocket logo, the Hawk with the Hawk logo, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Uh, the Bucks one's really cool with the Buck on yeah. it. Uh, a Vancouver Grizzlies. Yeah. Are, those are really jazz cool. Jazz with the, the mountains yeah. or whatever is really neat. And speaking of the Jazz one, I've seen some Jazz where the mountains are bigger on others than... Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like that one has a smaller mountain range, and then you might have maybe the year before they had a slightly larger mountain. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have to look into that. But, again, I, that's just getting your hands on them and and stuff. And some of those may be nuances, but let me know if you all see what I'm talking about because uh, I've seen certain ones. And then you get – like I have a size 36 before Carl Malone, and the Carl Malone is huge on the back. The number 32 and everything is just huge compared to other sizes. So I don't know if they did one screen print for the small – in the in the XL, so as you get a smaller one, it had a bigger print. Um, and what I what I thought was interesting about the uh, champion jerseys are these reversibles, where there's two different players. Like you'll have oh, maybe yeah. a Michael Jordan and then a Kobe Bryant, which I mean it's kind of neat. It's very interesting, very different because yeah. I mean they're two different teams, 
two different I mean it's like if you're a, say a diehard Bulls fan you got Kobe on the other side I guess that's for the people who are more about the players maybe and those are kind of two of the greatest but uh, very interesting I, yeah. I, I've never owned one of those my friends own one but uh, yeah, I've never come across one in the wild yeah, but they're the, uh, uh, interesting I, I thought they were very neat I've seen the one you're talking about with I think it was Jordan, a black Jordan jersey on one side and a Grant Hill Pistons on the other. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they're always the same players on them. Like no, yeah, yeah. I've seen the one, the Lakers one you're talking uh-huh. about. They so. definitely swap it up. Yeah, you can get two for one. I don't um, like those because the way it's stitched. Yeah, it's, it's just kinda, heavier. Uh-huh. Yeah, kind of weird. And it's uh, what's weird to me is you'd think they'd be valued at more than just your average jersey. Not really though. It's like maybe a little bit, but it's not like what you would think. No. So I thought that was kind of interesting. That, well, that brings us to another thing: the value of the player on it. That's true. Yeah. So of course, you know, a Jordan jersey is going to be very desirable, but for those true collectors, I've seen guys that want obscure players, like yeah, your Bernard the, uh, King when you got. The, yeah, or I know the European ones pop hard. Those, uh, you know, freaking uh, like what, like a uh, page. But a Pedro Djokovic jersey will go for more. All these like Europe, very obscure European players. Those fans over there in Europe are like hardcore after them. Oh, I get what you're so saying. I, I hear yeah. that those go uh, off on uh, resale. Okay. See, I, I need to look into that because I've actually never found what, uh, a European one before. My buddy in Tennessee is something because he had a bunch of those. He's like, oh yeah, these are uh, they go crazy over these. Makes sense, man. Because yeah. limited run, localized yeah. market. Very neat. And, of course, uh, you got the gold tag logo, which is the anniversary yeah, jerseys. 50, those are neat. 50th year. 50th year. You never come across one of those either. Those are a little bit rare. And of course, with more that, valuable. you got the gold jersey, like the Michael Jordan gold jersey. I think there's an Allen Iverson that I've seen out there. So it would be a home jersey, but instead of being white, is home, is home white in NBA? I feel, um, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like an idiot. Well, it's a white jersey, and it's – all gold instead of just being white so not only do you have the gold logo you have the gold jersey too and of course a little bit more about the authentics or guess what we call authentics because on the tag of the other ones they say authentic but they're uh of course cheaper cheaper made they're uh easier to find and the authentics we're referring to are the heavier ones with uh yeah. Kind of a different material stitched on. Uh, it's as high numbers. as you could go before a gamer. Yeah. And I guess they didn't sell. I mean, I, I could be wrong about this. I assume they just sold those at like the games. Like you go to the actual arena, you'd pay the 150 whatever dollars and uh, get one of the ones that they call like the ones the players wear, the game, like the team issue ones. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you could have, say, gotten those at like finish line or whatever, Foot Locker. I don't know. I guess, you know, I was born in. Early 89, so I, I kind of want to been a little bit before my time as far as yeah, memory goes. You didn't have the money to go. Definitely didn't have the money yeah. to go do that. And I've never seen an authentic lower than a 40, I believe. So I think they only made them in, like, medium, large, XL. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen a 30. I've never seen a 52. But yeah, I know the one I saw with the tags on, I think it was, like, I think they sold for 150 at, like, the games. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. Okay. Um, and the guy that had it, of course, said he got it at the actual game. So that's why I just figured that's where they were sold. And it just seemed like on that quality, I don't know if they would have just sold those anywhere. Yeah, because they're, they're amazing jerseys. And then um, if you find one that has uh, like team like a year on it, or it says plus two length, then you probably have a gamer. 
So that would yeah. be the, the big difference there. Yeah. And speaking of that, he's actually, uh, Shih Tzu's actually found what we believe to be uh, Charles, Barclays. Charles Barkley shorts, which that's pretty cool. He says he's yeah. never found an authentic jersey. Well, who gives a crap when you found Barkley's All right, you do have me there. Sixers and uh, yeah. Suns so shorts. I so found a pair of, the first ones I found were the Suns, and they were from the 93-94 season. And what's crazy about that is that's the year that the Suns played the Bulls in the finals. Yeah. And then I would say within six months at the same spot, I found the Sixers ones, which were from the 80s. And you can tell because they were shorter. Yeah, and they were made, they were made by Sandnit, not Champion. Uh-huh. And they were shorter, but everything on them was legit. And then the why I think they're Charles Barkley's, other than the, the two teams they were played for, uh, it was a known fact that there would be some locker room boy that would do stuff, and they would write in a Sharpie or whatever for the player. And I have a pair that says 34 written in Sharpie faded out like it should be and everything so i'm pretty sure they're charles barkley's i just gotta um i don't know i'm trying to meet the man get him to sign him or something yeah. before he uh, dies so yeah that's pretty crazy yeah and you got a pair of bucks don't you i did get a pair of bucks uh they're not of course any player like freaking barkley but yeah i got a pair of bucks which that was cool i'd never found a pair yeah. So that was exciting, and, and uh, still got those. Uh, as far as value goes, you know, let's see here. If you got a, a screen print champion jersey, you might be looking in the sixty dollars range. Yeah. If you got a authentic, you might be in the two hundred dollars range, depending on player. And then if you have a gamer, well, that's that's up for debate. I think that's just four or five. Yeah. More, depending on the player. Yeah, depending on the player, depending on how much that person wants to pay, how bad they want it. And I'd say, like, the gamer shorts, they might be worth 200, 200 yeah. 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 And now if I could, you know, you authenticate, if you have some type oh, of yeah. provenance, there goes the you value. That, like, you got Barkley to sign those and authenticate yeah. That's game over. That's game over. Game over. And then, speaking of which, have you ever found the champion, sh- like, gym shorts that have the – I have a pair uh, of the Hawks like ones. like the – no, you talking about like the they're, cheap ones that would go with like the cheaper jerseys, like from yeah. the nineties. Yeah, I got like a pair of just mesh. Never found one of those. They're mesh uh, champion shorts, and they have a Hawks logo on them. They say like Hawks basketball. Yeah, they have a little cool. C. And I have a pair of uh, Olympic torch running ones too that are pretty cool. That's cool. Like actually, a person that ran the relay wore these shorts because it says torch relay team or something like that. Really? Well, I think they were the runners, but they might have just been a person that maybe sat on the sideline. I don't know, but. Now, one thing I found, speaking of champion, I found this, uh, it's been about six months ago, maybe, was a uh, Charles Barkley champion jersey-style T-shirt. Oh, yeah, that uh, thing's rare. From the 90, well, I guess it was early 2000s, but uh, never seen another one. I've tried to look stuff up on it. I can't find anything on it. I don't know what it was, where they sold them, or what, but yeah, it looks like the the Rockets jersey with the stripes down it, and uh, but it's just a T-shirt. It's very interesting, and if anybody out there has found one or has one, definitely uh, hit us up because I'd like to know more about it. Yeah, but well, um, it's kind of like the baseball jerseys you see, like the baseball T-shirt jerseys. You might, you might be able to get a T-shirt that says Jeter, but yours is Barkley with pinstripes on it. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's see here. If I had to say what people are in and out on, uh, Penny Hardaway jersey, very common. Yeah, I've got like four of those. Yeah, Grant Hill jersey, very common. So if you find those, the resale value on them is going to be lower than if you found like a, a Shaq, of course, or a Jordan 
or another obscure player. Now Jordans are pretty common too. I've got probably yeah. But people six like them. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. he's the goat. So yeah. I mean I have the only one I don't have is a an adult forty five. I have a youth forty five. Yeah, I got a forty five that's the white yeah. in a forty eight size, which is very nice. All right, well, let's get into that realm. If you're looking at youth jerseys, they will say XL on them and be from America. Mm-hmm. That's exactly and if you have a right. toddler, I got two toddlers. Now those are rare. Yeah, I have a Barkley toddler with the um, planet, like the the rocket around the planet. I think it's a three T, and then I have a Jordan that's a four T. And I've never been able to get my hands on an infant yet. Yeah, I haven't come across one of those either. I found like infants that were like uh, I think I did find that maybe an NFL one, but uh, never NBA. Um, and that was before I was actually in the market for a uh, infant piece. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, those are interesting. Very interesting. So you can go all the way from baby to uh, adult as far as sizes go. They go 36 small, 40 large, 40 wait, 40 large, medium, 44 large, 48 XL, 52 2 XL, and that's where you top out. So 52 is topping out. Yeah. Um, now also let's talk a little bit about the champion NFL jerseys. What are your thoughts on those? Uh, I think that if you had a good player, they'd be good to get if you were that team yeah. but they don't they don't pop like the nba does yeah I, I still pick them up i still like them i don't know why i mean it's just kind of like the jerseys the yeah. basketball jerseys of course i don't like them as much but kind of same like feel style look yeah uh, i've i noticed that the i don't like the sleeves on the the nfl ones as much because they get really thick screen print mm. had a merino one one time that wasn't great and that's the other problem too I'll, every time i find them the screen print's been faded from i guess being mm -hmm. in a dryer yeah where like champion jerseys i don't really find as i do find them faded but i find them in better condition usually than i do the other ones um but yeah nfl jerseys let us know i, I feel like uh, i pass on them a lot you just pass on them yeah like I, unless it's a big time play like if it's a, man, a merino or yeah. something like that i might pick it up but other than that, I do leave them just because I usually sit on them for a while, and I might get twenty to thirty dollars for them, and I'm usually having to pay because it's a jersey, probably around ten bucks or yeah. so. Unless I get it, if I can find a dollar, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, what else you got for champion, man? That's, okay, uh, let's see. We I... definitely talked, tapped out about the jerseys. Yeah, we may make a part two. We may go back and hit up uh, some more things we didn't mm -hmm. talk about, but that really is. I'm in a champion for the jersey. I do like their other clothing, um, but it's not my main thing. I go for champion. I guess it's because where we live, it's warmer. Maybe we lived up mm -hmm. north where there is a lot more cold. We'd find a lot more crew necks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, still just mostly about the jerseys. Uh, that's really what I get, what I kind of actually wear, um, and I'll always get those. Mm -hmm. And they're getting rare. I remember back in uh, – I don't know, 2004, 2005, you could find them all day like it was wild. You just keep picking them up. But it's gotten to the point where it's just kind of hard to find those. Yeah. So they are, it's a lot more exciting when you do find one. But, uh, yeah, they're getting rare. They're definitely getting rare. I usually, and what's crazy is you usually find them, you find them one-off, but I've seen a lot of times where you find them in chunks. Like you might yeah, find. Yeah, like a whole person's collection. Yeah, five, six, four in a row. Like mm -hmm. You just pick them up in a big grip. Oh, also, I'd say this, uh, back to the Olympics thing. 
I do have this really nice champion Olympics shirt that I like. Mm-hmm. And they were they did a lot of stuff. They did do some good Olymp like ninety six yeah. Olympics. Those track suits sure. were cool. The, they got yeah, they got some good Olympic gear. Yeah, so people that is true. I think people know about the high end of that and the low end and what's gonna what's gonna be yeah. Good. Um, yeah, if we have to, we'll make a part two. Yeah, definitely. But right. I'm good for now. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and that's about it on champion. If you'd like to ask us questions or submit us topics for a future podcast, you could contact us on our official Twitter page at Vintage Talk Show or at one of our accounts on Instagram at Mosquito Heads with a Z or Vintage Shit Zoo. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more.